0: Someone gave the 8th one a 10 out of 10. I, lo- I love this movie so far. So they <laughs> they didn't even finish the movie. Fucking
1: Charles Band. Throw him in the fucking hag for these movies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Throw him in the hag.
1: <laughs> I forgot yeah, how fucking bad these four are. None of the other five were great, but... <laughs>
0: yeah but there was a bar, and somehow it went uh, below the bar. Wait, <laughs> like do you have to try to be this bad? <laughs> I think it's
1: it's it's impressive, yeah,' trying to well, here comes Xerxes. Yeah.
0: Twenty, everybody, welcome to a very special and very unfortunate episode of Movies from Green Hell. I'm Dylan, and once again, joining me for another dip into depravity is Nathan from I Hope You Suffer. And I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's whatever. I would have ended up watching this bullshit again. Given the timing, we're doing the rest of the Evil Bong movies, which I'm happy. Because uh, I'm, I hope never to revisit most of these again.
1: Well, just wait <laughs> no. till next next year when when you get to to, I don't know Ginger Weed Man, and I'm sure there'll be another one by then. Like, Ginger
0: Weed Man. Th- there'll be not,
1: three three more Ginger <laughs> Weed Man movies.
0: Somehow, not the most offensive thing in this mo- in the series of movies.
1: <laughs> the only cool thing in these like four movies.
0: <laughs> yeah, really. That's how the bar is very low this so to be like good is it's pretty easy but you know it is outdone with some unsightly things we'll put it that way um i don't think any amount of weed or edibles or alcohol could make the uh rest of the evil bomb franchise (laughs) uh better like do you think that all of these were just one movie and they just chopped it up into like eight movies or, uh, oh, my God, eight more movies <laughs> into these four movies.
1: I I definitely think there's some that were probably shot back to back. Like there's a couple where they like never leave the weed store. Yeah. And like I can almost guarantee. Those were probably like back to back. And then I think it was. Se- yeah Seven's the one where they go to Las Vegas. Um, the hotel they stay at is the hotel Ouija's is shot in so that blatantly is like a spot that they just probably shot a bunch of shit in and just you know used so like full moon's definitely getting the most for the money they spend but i i I definitely i would definitely say there's there's at least two of these i would i would bet every dollar i have were shot at the same time yeah. Like five, five and six probably because like it's it's just the weed store and then like a CGI like hell or the weed like the the lane inside the bong or whatever.
0: This all sounds really mundane, but like man, I, <laughs> I just like I can't believe some of the things I I saw. Okay. yesterday.
1: this this is my complaint with these movies. <laughs> Who my, the one, fuck? Here's my
0: one complaint?
1: Who the fuck would want out of the bong? That, like, being in the bong land seems incredible compared to the real world.
0: Yeah, I I don't disagree with you. I would um, stay
1: in sexy hell over what we're <laughs> dealing with right now.
0: I have some words about sexy hell, but definitely the bong world. All they're doing is smoking weed and, like,
1: playing nude twister and stuff like they don't have to worry about paying rent and like
0: with wings or whatever the fuck
1: (laughs) it seems incredible and instead (laughs) i'm just going to work every day
0: (laughs) (laughs) well here's a question has your interest in narcotics uh changed since we last spoke at all obviously i'm very high right now (laughs) because i had to be to talk about this shit
1: and as much as like my review of evil bong five was uh that i'm rooting for the war on drugs now (laughs) (laughs) yeah my review is this movie makes me think maybe the war on drugs wasn't such a bad idea evil bong five has to be one of the worst movies i've ever watched
0: i mean all four of these movies are bad for a multitude of reasons but and we will explain, we'll get to why, but, like, there's something really bad about the fifth one.
1: Well, I remember, like, I told you, like, when we were watching the first one that I was like, yeah, one of these movies is essentially just, like, an hour commercial. Yeah. And, like, I couldn't remember which one, and then I find like, I started watching five, and I was like, oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's just it's for this these one weird and... dolls that are also just other characters in full-moon pictures. So specifically, we talked about, or we watched, and are going to talk about Evil Bong High Five, Evil Bong Seven Seven. No, sorry, I skipped over Six. Evil Bong Six Six Six, 6 Evil Bong Seven Seven Seven, and Evil Bong Eight Eight Eight, 8, 8 Infinity High, um, which is marketed as like this, uh, you know, in Avengers Infinity War esque uh, <laughs> event film. And let me tell you something: it is. Anything but that.
1: Uh I don't know, I gotta say. but more more exciting than than the, the finale endgame <laughs> when Barbie and Kendra show up. <laughs>
0: Man, just all right. Well, yeah. I,
1: I that movie is such a fucking like let down in like what the plot is.
0: The trajectory of these movies is a commercial, some kind of weird plot development. That also just kind of slowly turns into half pornos.
1: <laughs> it's just like like you, you you go from five, which is the commercial, to six, which actually seems to have like a plot and like you know, quote unquote stakes. And then like seven, where all of the characters are like on the run, and then all of a sudden it's like you're just in a restaurant. It's like, <laughs>
0: It's how all good movies should end in a
1: literally literally no like stakes to anything like nothing going on it's just rabbit opening a restaurant and it's that's the final movie
0: could you imagine that like that's how I- i'm just trying to think of like a real prominent movie like that's how like the last of the mohicans ends he just daniel day lewis <laughs> ends up opening up like a weird fancy restaurant that's decades removed from cur- from the, the current history
1: <laughs> that's just that's just how they fucking end like there will be blood <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm curious i would be curious to know if there was like because that one was blatantly shot probably towards like the end of like the pandemic or you know like we're not the end because obviously we're still in but like as they, they probably were like like opening things up a bit more as they started to film that because it came out in 2022 which means I'm assuming it was shot sometime 2021 honestly could have
0: been shot in 2022
1: yes yeah yeah I I guess I don't know what day it was released but like I'm curious if there was like maybe a different plot to it like in their mind before COVID happened and then they just kind of like did what they could if that makes sense you know like because like there, there's no way that was like the intended and like planned for this fucking franchise
0: doesn't really make any sense even in the context of like what happens in seven which trying to remember what happened in besides one part that's like seared into my brain for the rest of my fucking life um, seven
1: is literally just them on the fucking run from, <laughs> in uh, Vegas. what's her and lucy yeah oh, and, like i'm looking on like well let me see. Well, uh, I was looking on like Wikipedia. The uh, it's got like the rundown of all of the movies, and like you know, Ginger Weed Man happens between seven and eight, but which I've watched, but I don't really remember anything from. But it like doesn't seem like it ties anything really in between the two movies because Ginger Weed Man is not even in eight, so it's just like doesn't. Connect either of them really at all,
0: and uh, I don't really have any. There was very little information about these movies on IMDb, so we can do without the interesting production notes. You know, like the main cast of uh, these movies, like broadly, it is uh, you have old fucking god by the end of the series, he looks so old, like this. Big, oh, yeah, funny he, Carl sunny, Davis.
1: he looks old and eight,
0: <laughs> um, as Rabbit. And he's essentially the main character after a while. Uh, Robin Sidney back again as Sarah Lee, originally from The Ginger, which I watched, and that's a much better movie than <laughs> all of these.
1: Well, it's it's in like the same way that like the first Evil Bong is like not good, but it's totally a watchable movie. Like I would say, it's like movie. The, I would say the first three are, you know, relatively like watchable. They're dumb, but there's like stakes and kind of a plot and there's like more characters than just like rabbit and larnell
0: and more comfortably weird stuff happens in it like it's just sort of it's like ah, oh, that's weird and strange but whatever it's kind of it, funny as opposed to like the fever it, dream that these movies become
1: like three especially is very like dumb full moon and like trauma-esque where it's like childish and like very much like bro humor Mm because three is the one where they're like in the alien bong and getting like milked for cum or fucking (laughs) whatever in it like and so like like totally like you know not good but like totally watchable and then it's just like they just settle into this weed store for like five movies basically while i do enjoy them tying in Sort of like characters from other full moon movies a little bit, because like once Sydney, fuck, I can't. That no, just like Robin remember. Sydney, yeah, Robin. I was like, I know, like it's something with an R. Like she plays that like baddie boop fucking Harley Quinn character in these.
0: Oh my! I was <laughs> so like take. I was like, what is fucking happening? Yeah,
1: and so like I think that's that she's that's a character from like the Killjoy movies. And I, I I, don't remember because, like, I've I've, I watched all of them, but they, they're, like, kind of like these where they sort of blur together a bit as well, except, like, right in the middle they do one where it's just, like, inexplicably Killjoy has, like, an American TV talk show. So the entire, like, movie is just, like, a talk show. And I was like, well, this is at least different. But <laughs> That's Very <weird>. strange. <laughs> but, like, her popping in is, like, like a fun little like Easter egg, I guess. If you watch these movies, there's like, I don't know. There's just characters that like pop in and out. Like you know, she's Robin Sydney plays like eight different characters throughout these movies that are all from other Full Moon movies. <laughs> it's it's it is, wild.
0: It's really bizarre. She must have like a good contract with them or something. Like she's just popping up everywhere. Oh, we need another character. Sure, I'll do it. It's just gonna be me.
1: Yeah, I get I, I she, she likes. Working for Charles Band, I guess.
0: Like, her and Mindy Robinson, who plays Phoebe and Lucy Fur. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what a fucking great name.
0: <laughs> this is it as good as Sal Manila?
1: Oh, yeah, that's pretty good, too.
0: Amy Paffrath, that's a real person's name, as Felicity. I was like, I don't know who you are. I don't remember you from the last movies. Jessica Morris as Madame Misty and... Peter Donald the II, otherwise known as The Don, who's, like, the short guy with the weird voice.
1: Yeah. Do you think he's related to Angelo Batametti? <laughs> I
0: have no idea, but maybe.
1: Yeah, so Robin Sidney, Jesus Christ, I've seen way too many movies with her in it, has 32 credits on Letterboxd, and it looks like most of these are probably full moon there's like she's in a Drake and Josh Nickelodeon movie FDR American Badass which is Franklin Delano Roosevelt with rocket launchers on his wheelchair and a machine gun in his hand so I'm watching that
0: <laughs> the The new <laughs> New Deal <laughs>
1: yeah it's like it's like all these like, like almost all the evil bong movies uh she's in like a puppet master movie the killed some of the killjoy movies i th- or at least one of the killjoy movies i can't remember exactly why it happens but in one of the killjoy movies there's like two of those baddie boop characters and she plays one of them and is just sort of like banished to earth or some shit and ends up like that's that's where like because i just like the movie just like all of a sudden there's just like this like clown character walking around venice beach and you're just like what the fuck
0: (laughs) can i just say it's like it was really hard to like describe in writing some of like what like just reading it out loud i'm like these sound like the ravings of a madman (laughs) like this shit that i'm writing down
1: I My only assumption is that every time someone's smoking in these movies, it's real weed, and they're just, like, endlessly high throughout <laughs> all of them.
0: I assume it's the only way you'd be able to, like, humanly get through the production of one of these.
1: I would wager, especially, like, at the, the point we're in, like, the first at least two movies probably took some time to shoot. Yes. But once they get to like the weed store and like four or honestly, probably like Ginger Deadman versus Evil Bong is probably the first one with the weed store. And that's like technically the fourth movie, but like not number four. Probably a pretty easy shoot where you're probably done in like maybe three days,
0: tops. Oh yeah, I think so. I mean, these are clearly all first takes. <laughs> Only the How- best like I, how it
1: took them 16 years to get through all of these is baffling to me considering they probably feels like seven of them were shot in a two-week time span <laughs> It
0: it's baffling it is truly baffling i watched all these on tubi because they just seem to live there yeah. forever
1: full moon um, has their own channel on there where i think almost all of their catalog is which is like anytime i'm like I don't want to watch anything. I have to pay attention to. I'm like, oh, I guess I'll just let the full full moon channel play. Watch trophy <laughs> heads.
0: Immediate observations of other movies that came up on Tubi: a virus episode of it. Okay, that checks out. The Ginger Weed Man makes sense. Sorority Babes in the Slime Ball uh, Slime Ball boule-rama. That makes sense. <laughs> Ghoulies Three <That clears> makes <throat> sense. Munchies. Which is clearly a, glem- a Gremlin's ripoff. All right, makes sense. This movie, which sounds incredible, Starleaf, which is about three friends fight to stay alive after finding extraterrestrial marijuana deep in the woods and accidentally provoking the alien forces guarding it.
1: Well, that sounds, that's a
0: that's a sounds solid
1: great. solid 1.7 on letterboxed.
0: <laughs> yeah, it probably is terrible, but I'm vaguely interested. Maybe next year. Um, (laughs) The Rage. Old Testament 1. Sodom and Gomorrah. An animated classic. Well, yeah. I'm in. (laughs) Okay. And rounding it out at the end, Bungie Bear and the Kingdom of Rhythm. The fuck? The last two really were very strange. I was very perplexed by there being an animated Bible tale coming up underneath me searching evil bomb. Uh,
1: My letterbox, or not letterbox, my Tubi is a hellscape of recommendations anymore. (laughs) Like, it's all shit like that, and then like real movies, and then just like, I don't know, just the weirdest bullshit imaginable. Like, Ouija Nazis. Oh, that this, sounds bad. Adding this to the IOP sufferer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sorry, Kit and Katie. <laughs> well, I guess we'll get started with uh, prop ah, man. Maybe the worst offender of the of these four movies. Yeah, we're doing four. Just saying that again. So strap <laughs> in, folks. <laughs> it's a ride. It's a uh, yeah.
1: This is this is this is a bad day at work when I watch <laughs> these.
0: Starting off evil bong high five we are back in sonic the hedgehog green zone i mean (laughs) weed world or whatever it's just it's such bad cg animation um they're inside the evil bong or eevee it's uh larnell and sarah and felicity they're just sitting around talking about nothing making awful puns they've been here for like six months Yeah, this whole movie, like you said, is either a green screen or the weed store. And then that'll happen again in one of the other ones. I think it's the next one. They decide to.
1: Seven's the one they go to Vegas.
0: They decide to seek help from Rabbit, who has developed Bongholm syndrome because he loves being here in Weed World. And they happen across him playing Twister with a topless woman. And they start fooling around. And then the ginger dead man uh, also appears who's watching. And I forgot about his awful green screened mouth.
1: (laughs) Just like, I don't understand why they like the, the bong puppet blatantly has like a puppet mouth, like, and it looks terrible, but I go with it. I don't know why they don't do the same with like the ginger dead man.
0: Yeah. I, I like paused it. Because Sarah came in and I didn't want her to watch these or see any part of them. And she was just like, I, she's like, I, this is I my cannot. secret shame. <laughs> she's like, I cannot get over how much I hate that thing's face. She's like, look at it. And I'm like, yeah, I know, it's pretty awful. He does have a little sweater on, though, which is kind of funny. Um, <laughs> Rabbit says that if you say Evie's name, she will harsh everyone's mood, and she has also sealed up all of the quote-unquote rabbit holes to escape through. Sarah and Velicity use sex to change his mind into helping them get out. Then the same song plays as in all the other movies. There's a guy named Circus Zalewski in the credits. That's a name. It's like he just forgot his first name. He just goes by his last name.
1: Yeah, he just plays redneck.
0: <laughs> These credits gave me a fucking headache. I, they all did. <laughs> they were just such an eyes- eyesore. Uh, I kept writing down Rabbit's name as Sunny. That's annoying. Rabbit says, The ways of nothing head are very intense. This is just getting really stoned to the point of just not responding to anything so you can see things. So the... F- force on weed i suppose (laughs) it's don't worry about it it's stupid the ginger dead man tricks rabbit into summoning eb who teleports in and says she has been busy dealing with world domination do we actually see any world domination in this i don't think so no okay
1: it's literally like because that's the thing is like the first couple movies are them stopping her from like world domination and them getting trapped in the bong world and escaping or whatever and then it just becomes essentially like buddy hangout movies with this bong and uh cookie
0: the evil bong itself evie is like still kind of funny in these just because of like what it is a sassy talking bong with a puppet mouth. and i think it says somebody says the phrase full tilt boogie attack which just (laughs) made me think of uh that from, Alex Jones soundbite where he's like, we're going to go full tilt boogie on this one.
1: Uh, I always think that's because that's the the documentary name for uh, From Dusk Till Dawn.
0: Oh, is it really? Like on, yeah, the DVD, on the DVD?
1: Yeah, there's like a feature length documentary about the making of from dusk till dawn called full, full Tilt Boogie. And that's like the only, like I know obviously that phrase existed before, but that's just like what I think about when I hear that.
0: I haven't watched that movie in a while. I used Um, to watch um, that movie a ton. Yeah, it's a much better thing to have (laughs) as a reference point for that term. (laughs) It is. E.B. needs only a million dollars, apparently, to uh, achieve her goals of world domination. So she decides to send the group out to sell all of her weed in order to make the money over the next 30 days. She's already set up a location for them, too. The catch is that the girls have to stay so it's up to Larnell and Rabbit and also EB calls in her poonishers to deal with the girls. Obviously these women are immediately topless. Um <laughs> Punishers.
1: Yeah. Look, yeah. they they got I think I'm convinced the only writing any of these movies had were for like the the puns.
0: It's not like they uh, are breaking out the the best ones here. No. Apparently, Sarah made a blazer for Rabbit and a little karate outfit for the Ginger Dead Man. Rabbit and Larnell get to- uh, teleported back to California, specifically into a cannabis outlet shop full of eB bombs. I do want one of these, whether it's a real smoking apparatus or not.
1: Pretty sure we've talked about them before, but I'm like, I don't know how they haven't haven't made like an actual bong to sell, you know? Like, I yeah. know you could buy like a figure, but I don't. No, unless they're just saying i can't tell if this is an actual bong or statue it just says it's a quote-unquote resin statue
0: that that's definitely a statue it's not a bong okay resin is like um when they make like those like very lifelike statues and stuff they use like resin for because i think you can get a lot of i think you can get like a lot of detail out of it or something or it's just okay like a dirtier material
1: i like i don't know how how you have not like done a box set with all these movies and like an actual functioning EB bong at this point.
0: Uh, Because these movies are failures. <laughs> I mean, I,
1: in as much as they're terrible, but like, there's no way they did not make their money back. Cause
0: these movies seem like they cost $200 to make. <laughs> and you know, there's enough dumb idiots out there like us that are willing to put our to uh waste our time watching them. Like they've made Ginger
1: Deadman cereal on their website. But they have not made.
0: That's ridiculous. A, a that's like bong. that's ridiculous.
1: There's a, there's a bomb cleaner with Tommy Chong on it from the first movie.
0: But not like an actual bomb.
1: Yeah, as far as I could tell, no, there's not.
0: Uh, well, the ginger dead man is there at the store with them too. And, uh, I believe rabbit says this line of there's a shitload of weed in here and rabbit's going to grab it. That's his phrase. Rabbit's going to grab it. Oh yeah. Great phrase. Going to get that tattooed on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that would be like a really weird thing to get tattooed on you. Just, <laughs> like I a feel really like really odd reference. I
1: feel like if you get some sort of evil bog tattoo, you should, it should be one of those things where you just get like, a free dvd of every movie full moon makes
0: absolutely the ginger dead man gets high too and they just the three of these people i guess he's not really a person he's a cookie the three of these characters just stand around smoking a bomb for minutes like this is the movie like they never go outside whenever they do go outside it's just stock footage of like venice beach or whatever the fuck it is uh whatever beach it is in california this leads us to a really rather unfortunate Caitlyn Jenner joke. Uh Oh my God, I
1: think I feel like there's more than one in these movies.
0: Uh yeah, like the jokes in this movie are either completely unremarkable or it's just punching so down like that. Oh yeah. Like just like just lazy, obvious, bad, shitty writing.
1: Well like it seems like Larnell's entire thing for some reason is bro with some famous name in it or like vice versa like a famous name with the word bro in it like Lindsay Broham. Yeah. I think he says like a bunch of times but then like for some reason it's just like he calls someone Caitlyn Jenner and I was just like
0: what? Uh it won't be the only instance of transphobia in these movies. Unfortunately, like these movies just roll out the bigotry like in really weird ways that like, I don't know, just leaves a bad taste in your mouth.
1: It's not not great, especially in this one. No,
0: they stumble upon a whole room full of EB bongs, which Rabbit surmises that every sale of one somehow EB can feel it. And so he's off to make money, whether for himself or Or Evie, I am not clear on, I'm not clear on a lot of things in this. The ginger dead man is on the phone and I noted we do not need to be this close to his face. He's, uh, and he's scheming something. The leaf blower weed machine makes a comeback and uh, (laughs) the ginger dead man recruits Lucy or Phoebe from the bowling alley to work there or rather just sort of like live at the weed store. Shirt comes off too. And Rabbit sends her off to find customers. Then Grandpa is back. Or Gramps, whatever his name is. I
1: think final appearance parents in this one?
0: I think so. He's uh, Unfortunately, his acting's gotten worse.
1: <laughs> I wonder if he, like...
0: Actually died? Yeah. I, I imagine so. I saw some IMDb thing about, like, a cast member passed away, like, a few months before this. I wonder if it was him.
1: It has to have been, because he's the oldest person in, outside of, like sonny carl davis watch i'm gonna mm-hmm.
0: get a fucking email that's like i'm very much alive how dare you assume i'm dead I'll be like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> miter controversy
1: <laughs> there was the thing early on in like i have you suffer where like kit and i would talk about somebody and then like two weeks later <laughs> they would like pass away or something we were like we gotta stop doing this
0: <laughs> yeah i remember that i do remember that
1: yeah he died in 2016
0: okay And this, he's turned.
1: (laughs) Can you imagine your film credits being like, Hail Caesar, some like voice acting and Star Wars stuff, showgirls, Evil Bong, (laughs) fucking one through five?
0: Before he passed away, uh, Gramps, uh, he's like turned in his life of weed crime or whatever in favor of focusing on good people doing good things or something like that. And he's only here because he smelled the stench of desperation. He's also brought along Larnell's half-brother, Jeff, who's just like this random nerd guy who really doesn't do much of anything throughout the rest of the movies. He's just sort of there. Uh, Larnell is utterly baffled by how this could have happened, so he's apparently not familiar with the concept of remarriage. And uh, Jeff works for a streaming company. He works for Tubi. Gramps just goes on and on insulting Larnell for being a piece of shit, basically. And then he leaves with Jeff before a bunch of rednecks walk in. And (laughs) they really want to get fucked up, but probably not weed fucked up. So they offer coins to buy weed and get, excuse me, rejected. Larnell asks them to come back with money, which makes them annoyed and they leave. What a scene. (laughs) Pretty
1: good, gotta say. Can't believe there was, this is not an Oscar Oscar nominated performance going on here.
0: I, I sincerely hope that they do forget Charles Band in the po- the the, the of part. Oh, there's
1: there's no way they'll ever they they will not acknowledge that Charles Band has
0: been making movies for a hundred years. Whenever he <laughs> passes away. Meanwhile, inside E.B. I guess I shouldn't say that because like Full Moon did has made some like good movies if i'm not mistaken
1: yeah like er, like early 80s full moon stuff rocks like you know there's obviously because it was the 80s not not great like content in some of them but like there's some really good stuff they released in like the 80s and 90s if, especially if you just like you know be horror movies but then they, they fell into the same trap that like trauma did where they just like we're making things for as cheap as possible out of necessity. And it just turns into like this.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, meanwhile, inside Eevee, I will never get used to saying that the girls are being entertained by the punishers before she shows up. And then we're back to the shop where Hambone shows back up. Who's this? This was, this dude was in the last one, right?
1: Yeah. He was in the bowling alley one. Which I yeah. think was the last one.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't like this guy. Uh, <laughs> he's very creepy and weird looking. Along with Piggy Suey, who used to work at the bowling alley in Evil Bomb 4. And he's trying to sell the terrible dolls again that uh, remind me... Or this reminded me of a previous employer of mine who earlier in his uh, career, before I worked for him... Uh, once ventured into a line of action figures that were utter garbage. They were called Romper Zombies? Google it. Shit's fucking terrible. That guy's terrible too. Uh, <laughs> but these are called Badass Dolls that you can find at BadassDolls.com and uh, they're all oh just boy, really these zombies are and...
1: <laughs> Not great.
0: Yeah, we don't need to go down that rabbit hole uh, Yeah, <laughs> of, my, of my life right now, but Maybe some other time, I'll tell you. (laughs) In a non-public platform. Um, So, Rabbit offers them to shoot... Offers to shoot a commercial for them, and they will uh, offer some of the dolls or some exchange like that. Hambone calls in his camera crew, which is gravely stereotyped Asian characters that I'm not even going to repeat the name of because this whole sequence is awful. These
1: dolls are still for sale. That's so fucked up. <laughs> Either because no one bought them or they, I don't, I don't, I don't, <laughs> don't want to like, I don't even want to know why they still, I, I, I like just. The full I, moon
0: Like these full moon dolls? Yeah. Oof.
1: At least some of them, I guess maybe these two of these characters with real shitty names are from Ooga Booga. Which is also not great.
0: (laughs) I wonder why.
1: It looks like all of them are actually from that movie. I watched that movie, but I don't remember, like, anything about it other than... Yeah, literally every single one of these characters. This website was made specifically to sell dolls from that movie.
0: It's fucked up. Uh... I
1: can't... I can't fucking believe this is a fucking real thing.
0: (laughs) What do you mean you can't believe it?
1: (laughs) Just that, like these characters exist in that, like, someone made dolls out of them. If you want to know what we're talking about, just go to badassdolls.com because, obviously, we're not saying any of these names on.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Or, or don't go to that website. Um, <laughs> you have the option.
1: I mean, look, if you want to buy a $40 figure, go to this website. Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> in this economy?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could get a baby oopsie bobblehead for $20.
0: I'm going to I'm going to invest some crypto stock into Full Moon Pictures, see if it pays off.
1: Oh my god. I I fully believe they would have a crypto. <laughs> thing going on.
0: Yeah, I'm going to invest in that and uh Dave Mustaine's uh Smegma crypto coin. <laughs> oh, yeah, I
1: forgot about that. <laughs> that was
0: awesome. <laughs> what, a to- what a what a what a world we live in. Back in E.B., the girls are still being entertained by the Punishers. I love getting boobs rubbed up against the back of my head. It's great. I can th- I have such a good view of boobs that way.
1: Uh, by assumption, that's how all strip clubs work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the commercial for E.B.'s Weed Shop is played. It looks just like the rest of the movie. Rabbit asks if Hambone would ever make a doll of himself. And I noticed there was, like, a random flash of red light, which I'm assuming was some weird, like, editing glitch or something. I don't know. It was just, it just looked like the movie very briefly broke. There's also a ham bone doll too. That's hideous. Yeah. (laughs) David DeCoteau shows up again with a couple of friends, the butt pirate amongst them. And uh, he gets added to the doll collection. If it sounds like nothing has happened in this movie, it's because nothing has happened in this movie. And yeah, it's just it's, the cast from the last movie making random appearances to move the uh, alleged plot along.
1: It's literally, like I said, this entire movie is just a commercial for these dolls. There's no no real plot point other than that EB needs a million dollars, and then it's just like trying to hawk these dolls from a different movie franchise. Well, quote-unquote, I guess, a franchise.
0: Not the right word,
1: but you know what I mean.
0: Use it like you use that word lightly.
1: Like I don't know if they ever did anything with Ooga Booga except for the one movie. So like, but like he pops up. I think a ginger weed man.
0: Yeah, he does briefly show
1: up, and he and, pops up and he had one of yeah, these, and one of these. And so, but so you know, like not not a franchise, but it's a character that has moved on to other movies, I guess. But it's it's so baffling that they were just like, I don't know, why don't we just make a movie that just to sell these dolls from another fuck it like a different movie completely i can't i <laughs> i can't get over that somebody made that movie and was like you know what characters need dolls all of these fucking horribly named ones
0: <laughs> like remember when secret wars was really successful for marvel and they sold a bunch of toys we're gonna do that yeah what with, what with this
1: It's, it's, this is, I'm like, I'm literally just staring at the website, just kind of like baffled that, A, this actually happened and wasn't a weird fucking movie plot thing. Because I don't think the first time I watched it, I don't think I looked up if these were like real dolls. (laughs) I was just like, I, I've refused to acknowledge this was a thing that happened. And looking at now, I'm just like, I can't believe that, yes, this was real and to somebody actually like made these fig these figures imagine
0: getting this like purchase order at your shop like okay that'll be 50 ooga booga toys
1: like that's bad enough and that's not the worst named one somehow
0: (laughs) you get this good exchange of dialogue did i mention we have a back room with all the amenities you're right guys he has all the amenities so now David DeCatau is shooting a movie here, and basically this is just all a plot now for Rabbit to get a fake deposit to give to Evie.
1: I do like that he at least has, like, a sense of humor about the movies he makes.
0: I mean, I, I can't speak because I haven't seen any of his movies, but I mean, that checks out based on, like, what you've told me. Like he, Unlike these
1: movies. He's like a, a lifelong fucking B-grade sort of uh, like Full Moon like I think he works pretty heavily with Full Moon at this point mm-hmm. and like he's also made like a bunch of like queer horror movies that I you know like I haven't watched them because it's like 1313 Haunted Frat and shit like that like I'm not watching that whatever Haunted Frat is <laughs> but like I do like that at least someone's making kind of some queer Z grade horror movies. <laughs> well, I'm saying that not having seen the content, maybe it is extremely bad, but like there's a whole franchise that he has made directed of these like weird 1313 13 movies. Uh, there's The Haunted Frat, there's UFO Invasion, Nightmare Mansion, Bigfoot Island.
0: <laughs> Bigfoot Island sounds kind of awesome. Yeah, I'm in. Unlike this part. Cut to the ginger dead man fucking Candy. Like, I can't believe I'm watching this fucking little cookie doll man fuck this girl. And she's having a hard time focusing because she also fucked Ooga Booga, um, which we've explained what that is. There's
1: there's a lot of doll fucking in these couple movies.
0: (laughs) I cannot get over how much doll fucking there was. There was so much. And thankfully, this was just a bad dream that the ginger dead man had. And uh, Larnell says they haven't made enough money yet and warns against getting duped by Evie again. And I also want to note that every line in this is just a joke or... And there's just very... There's no constructive or progressive dialogue. It's just, like, things to laugh at. Like, nothing serves a purpose here. Things just happen when, like, the plot needs to move along. Yeah, Um, basically. And then the stoners who kind of reminded me of Caius, are back now calling ginger dead man, a leprechaun and demean the blonde girl by throwing a bunch of money on the ground. Why not just buy weed with that money is beyond me. One of the guys says, I still think I'm John Tesh and I'm like, wow, haven't heard a John Tesh reference in a minute.
1: (laughs) Especially in like, past probably like 2002 does anybody (laughs) remember who John Tesh is
0: (laughs) they wind up buying five bongs for five grand back in Evie the Punishers have now switched places with the girls who are now entertaining them Evie drops in and then leaves to collect her money before the girls now get out I I think I I don't know I left a word out of my sentence uh (laughs) I was not sober watching these. Uh, they now know where the rabbit hole... They're, they're just trying to get out, basically. Oh, yeah. um, back at the store, <clears throat> Rabbit sells some bongs to a Punisher skull face painted angry man that he calms down with the weed leaf blower. Uh, the ginger dead man is sad that Candy has moved on from him because she was his first time having sex.
1: <laughs> just... Mm. I, it's just such a bummer that, like it's still I just, not, need, I just need to take a drink there. I just want I want Gary Busey to have to have been the one to deliver all of this dialogue,
0: and it's not. yeah. larnell provides some words of wisdom about this, and that's the scene. So they're still short, forty grand, and Rabbit is having trouble going into nothing head mode. E b shows up in the store. Sarah and Felicity find a rabbit hole and escape back to the world. Hambone comes back, then Evie shows up, and then the girls come back too. Evie calls out Larnell and Rabbit for being short on cash. The ginger dead man's yeast starts rising, and then the rednecks show back up, stopping Evie from taking everyone back to Weed World or whatever because they have made uh, $39,999.95 to buy weed. They're short by a nickel that they actually also have so the girls are free but the ginger dead man says he wants to kill everybody rabbit tries to go into nothing head mode again which he achieves with help from some guidance from Velicity, which is punching him in the face <laughs> rabbit winds up using his nothing head mode to suck Evie into his brain i that's yep that's a sentence i just said and mm-hmm. also larnell <clears throat> In Rabbit's Brain, the ginger-dead man rides on Eevee around in a black void populated by <laughs> tits with wings, I guess. It's a raccoon a... <laughs> shits out Lardell. <laughs> God damn it.
1: Look, <laughs> well, cinema. Christopher Nolan could never.
0: Martin Scorsese, eat your heart out.
1: Good pass. Evil bong, high five.
0: Gramps' disembodied voice chastises Larnell. I just want to say again, a raccoon shits out Larnell. (laughs) And that leads us to Evil Bong 666. This one just sort of starts.
1: Can we talk about, real quick, how at least interesting it would have been if all of six took place inside Rabbit's Head and just looked like this little end credit thing of five?
0: (laughs) I would have much preferred, like, some kind of neon Genesis mindfuck uh, ending to it as opposed to like now we're just going to another really bizarrely CGI'd realm.
1: It also would have been like it like it would have made sense it would have been like, oh well they've been trapped inside like the evil bong world for a while. Now all of a sudden they're trapped in like rabbit's head and they have to get out. But no instead they were just like eh let's just make it a weird hell thing with a goth girl.
0: And it could have, they could have easily done it too because they obviously had access to a green screen, but instead we get sexy hell.
1: It's almost, it almost feels like all of these movies end on like a cliffhanger where I'm kind of like, okay, this next one might be interesting. And then they just reset and do like a whole different terrible fucking thing that has like nothing to do with how the last movie ended.
0: Yeah. So after the credits, we are back at EB's weed shop again. And now they have EB branded weed to sell and a skeleton rigged up in one of uh, like what looks to be sun's leftover hoods that previously blonde girl. She was Phoebe, but she's playing a different role uh, <laughs> now playing Fur. If it sounds stupid, it's because it is. And this is her attempt to like worship the devil or whatever. And I'm like, okay, you've piqued my interest, movie. Like, I've I've seen a couple devil worship movies now, and I'm like, you know what? This maybe you're going in a good direction with this one. The Caius guys come back, now not really looking like Caius dudes anymore. They look more like crusties. Uh oh and yeah, they, and the
1: Hesher, Hesher one and two.
0: <laughs> yeah, they were they kind of downgraded from like stoner metal guys to like uh like crust pugs but i guess that kind of checks out yeah just greasy hashers they somehow think that lucy was larnell and rabbit despite them pointing out one of them is a bald asshole and also that they were two completely different people i suppose props were subverting against what i thought he was going to say which was that she was blonde but nope you got me movie
1: I-, I do it, it would have been very funny if just the entire scene they kept calling her rabbit yes instead. like just like <laughs> kept, should have kept doing that
0: uh this scene just kind of goes on for a while it's them trying to buy weed lucy says she's gotten rare strands of weed from the valley which presumably is the valley area of california uh, okay And it's uh, E.B. weed, ginger weed, man weed, just all the weeds. She offers the first tote for free and they rip a bong and then she blows powder in their faces. She knocks one out and the other one, after he runs in place and says, move legs, escapes. (laughs) (laughs) A portal that looks like what I thought was possibly the outline of E.B. or a butt plug, but it's uh, later confirmed to basically be a vagina. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Shows up in front of the skeleton, which summons E.B., the evil bong, and she says that she was stuck in sexy hell with Rabbit. Apparently, it's a bad place, but killing that Hesher, as she calls him, worked as a blood sacrifice, so now lucy wants eb to help her so she can open a portal to sexy hell and see satan what is this movie
1: (laughs) you know i mean like i'll give i give them at least the credit of trying to write a movie with a fucking plot in it or some sort of like go at least going back to a movie that has you know quote unquote stakes to it (laughs) as opposed to just a fucking hour and 10 minute commercial
0: now we cut to some vampire clowns and these are this is the killjoy character it's like a pair of mime clowns and this monstrous looking clown named killjoy Uh, i was obviously very unsure of what was happening in the moment and also just felt wickedly uncomfortable (laughs) watching this it's just so without any context this is just very out of left field and i kind of cannot just get over this insane multiverse of movies. Like, I know you like the MCU, but I think we really need to speak to the power that is the FMCU.
1: Yeah. If one of these characters doesn't pop in and like, Secret Wars, we'll be real disappointed. <laughs> just all of a sudden it's like, you know, Earth-18's fucking Hulk versus E.B. <laughs>
0: He's smoking her.
1: Oh, shit, that'd be incredible. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um hulk like (laughs) uh i wrote in all caps why am i watching clowns
1: what's interesting though is that the killjoy movies are infinitely better than these and they're not great
0: that is such an interesting spectrum of cinema (laughs) the killjoy
1: movies are at least fun because like they they kind of get into the same sort of like cheap idea like a, an idea where they're like okay let's make a movie it's essentially set in like one place kind of thing like these do but it's like dumb shit where killjoy and one of them has like his own talk show one of them is like him on trial in hell or some dumbass shit and so like they do the same thing but with like way better ideas to make a movie out of than just like being stuck in a fucking weed store and like people come in and annoy you like, I really wonder if, like, Charles Band was like, Clerks had the right idea, but I'm gonna do Evil Bong Clerks instead.
0: Well, also, Clerks was the first time a movie like that had been made. <laughs> <laughs> and to duplicate it, but with something as stupid as this is probably not the most advised plan.
1: <laughs> At least throw and I'm Not Even Supposed to Be Here Today into one of these movies.
0: I'd like to think that You know, regardless of how anyone might feel about clerks, it has a bit more uh, pathos (laughs) and character than this. (laughs) Also, like the the baddie boop or whatever Sarah, whatever the Sarah Lee, not Sarah Lee's character is, like she just looks like. Have you ever seen that? um, I think it was like a Funnier Die bit where Don Cheadle plays Captain Planet. Oh yeah. yeah, And That's what she looks like in this.
1: What I don't get is, I guess I at least don't remember, is there any explanation as to, like, what happens to Sarah? She's just gone all of a sudden for, like, for fake baddie boop.
0: Doesn't it turn out that she is just like, hey, it is Sarah. She just is the character or something? I think that's what happens. I
1: don't remember, because like I said, there's something that, like, I think, you know, whatever Killjoy movie that, like, careens into this. I only watched it, like, the one time and very half paid attention i wonder if there was like an explanation as to what it was in whatever killjoy movie
0: i don't know but basically the story is she's just like in san francisco wherever the fuck they are in california because she got booted out by the other mime clown because of something that happened or made upset to killjoy i don't i don't know just if you really care google it i don't (laughs) so some dudes in halloween masks are begging for money to buy weed in exchange for like sucking which they do deny to a large trucker guy who says that's false advertising i could get you in trouble with the law and he leaves uh presumably to get the law about the false advertising about the people begging and will offer to suck you off for that um, i
1: 100 blocked all of that out <laughs> i don't remember any of that happening
0: <laughs> not sarah lee clown lady walks up to them because she thinks they're like her a strange person i suppose and uh i just again feel so lost without any context to this and <laughs> I, I just didn't was like is killjoy just like a weird like joker harley quinn knockoff because i feel like her clown character is just like bad harley quinn well like f-
1: essentially like she's doing harley quinn's voice but all of her r's are w's when she speaks
0: yeah, it's very, like, but, little kid kind of speak.
1: Like, the first Killjoy movie is essentially just, like, a killer clown movie. Like, it's just kind of, like, a cheap slasher, but, like, a clown, right? Right. And from what I remember, I think it was, like, uh, like an entire black cast kind of movie, and, like, maybe had, like, a black director that made it. And then they recast Killjoy and just turned it into this fucking weird just evil bong-esque franchise that like anything goes yeah because it's literally like the first killjoy then there's killjoy 2 and 3 and then it's killjoy goes to hell what's the last one killjoy psycho circus which is the talk show one like <laughs> they just straight up just turned it into like the same kind of bullshit going on with like the evil bong movies but like the first one was somebody you know making a a a real movie quote-unquote
0: i don't know i just uh the just all of this like my just my brain (laughs) just felt like it was getting looser in my skull it is
1: it's one of those things that like i can't imagine what these movies are like like because like uh, like i i watched them the first time without the like, the same way, like, you just watched them, right? But I immediately was like, well, now I gotta watch these fucking Killjoy movies and, like, like all the fucking bullshit that tied into it. So now I had, like, watching it again, I had, like, the context, so I get it. But, like, yeah, I, I these, this has, like, especially these last two have to be fucking baffling with, like, no outside context for the greater full moon cinematic universe. <laughs>
0: Talking about just, like, imagine making it, can you imagine walking by? Because, like, it's pretty clear that in this scene, because it's outside, like, people in the background are reacting to this scene. Like, they're making faces, and, like, some dude points out, they're like, hey, look at that. Like, they're filming some weird shit. Imagine walking down the street and just seeing, like, this weird group of people filming, like, like, what are they even making with people dressed up like
1: that? <laughs> I mean, I've been to Venice Beach. I feel like nobody even noticed this was happening. It's how, like, you see, like, the idea that, like, people in, like, New York City will just walk by the most absurd thing anyone outside of New York City has ever seen. Yeah. Like, it's totally normal. And, like, I feel this was the same thing. People in Venice were probably like, yeah, there's just fucking clowns. What else is new?
0: (laughs) So, Rabbit shows up at the shop, makes a pun about offering up his dick. That's dialogue for a while. The fluorescent lighting in this scene was, like, just fucking really hurting my eyes. Some girls walk in, Rabbit acts like a perv, and they flash Lucy because that's what they used to have to do when Rabbit was in charge.
1: Bad business, why, man.
0: Why am I watching this? <laughs> At this point, we find out that Larnell was dispatched, a.k.a. he is trapped in Rabbit's brain, and that's basically where he remains. He's gone. Jeff comes back in with his girlfriend, or trophy wife, as he... or trophy, as he calls him, not even trophy wife, versus Snatchy, you know, like Versace. And it turns out either uh, Grandpa died or has gone off on another adventure. And then Versace gets high and immediately horny, so they leave. Is this the
1: one with the, like, cups that are vaporizers? Mm, or is that Seven? I think that's the next one. No, I think it's this one, because Maybe Seven's is. the one where they're just on the run. And I was like, that's a good idea. How has somebody not figured out how to make these like the the entire thing is like oh it's like like a you know like a, a portable like cup for drinking water or whatever with a straw but the, you know it's secretly a vaporizer so it just looks like you're drinking your ice
0: water if you were to consume the entirety of that you'd be so fucking stoned <laughs> but i i get the I, I get what you're saying though it would just basically be like a really large wide vape pen
1: there's just things in these movies that I'm like, this is a good idea. I want to like a, like a fucking leaf blower that just gets you high. And instead they just kept making these movies instead of just making that a real thing.
0: But these movies now are just that <laughs> scene in the room where the mother shows up, says she has cancer and then has to go like just in and out. in uh, and yeah,
1: out. Yeah. Once you get to the weed store in like five, I yeah, five. Right. Cause I think four is the bowling alley. Yeah, so like once you get to the weed store, you're just in the weed store for like three movies straight. And periodically you cut back to either bong land CGI screen or sexy hell CGI <laughs> screen.
0: Well, we're almost there. Clown girl encounters Madam Mystic Eye or Matic Misty. <laughs> I don't know. I just referred to her as M.M. eventually. Yeah, it's just Misty. Misty, all right, who I assume was just someone with this like exact table set up on Venice Beach. And she directs her to Evie's weed shop. Back at the shop, the girls come back and Lucy sells them the vape cup. Here you go, which they both test out in the store along with Rabbit. They buy two, they flash their boobs again, more rabbit being a lech before he uh before she leads them into the back room with Evie and the satanic Christmas ornament. Then some guy and his not porn star partner come in, get high on the vape cup, buy it, and leave. <laughs> at this point, it is pointed out to me that the uh clown girl, like at this, like this is when I realized that clown girl is Sarah from the previous uh yeah. number of movies. Like, I just was completely oblivious to this so the movie got me or i don't know maybe i was really high and it didn't occur to me maybe these movies are stupid madam mystic whatever misty is helping direct sarah back to where larnell is which is rabbit's brain again that's just something i said now we watch sarah in clown makeup cry as the girl says evie's name which rabbit warned not to do and the girls from before man if you've lost the thread with me i don't blame you the girls from before now appear except as topless cultists before the ginger dead band shows up through the portal to sexy hell. Sarah as the real patty makes me uncomfortable. I trying to figure out why I wrote that. <laughs> the real patty. Maybe that's just like her name or I fucked up her name or I, well her I name's know.
1: Bat B-A-T-T-Y Bat- Oh, and okay. And so Bat- like I'm assuming but it's also like the way everyone talks in these movies is like especially if it's like ginger dead man saying it half incomprehensible so like i'm <laughs> sure and also like i forget one of these i think eight the subtitles are all fucked up so like who knows if it even it might have said patty in a subtitle
0: lucy shows up with E.B. and the ginger dead man says he jumped through a flaming pussy to escape sexy hell Madam Mystic says they need to take the girls to the hospital, which prompts the ginger dead man to open the portal to Sexy Hell, taking the girls with him and eventually everybody winds up going into the portal except for Rabbit and the ginger dead man. Okay, this next part. Sexy Hell. Nathan, hell yeah. describe this for me.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, it's just a green screen of butts and boobs as hills <laughs> in the background with like I believe farting lava out of some of them is it
0: farting lava or is it coming lava
1: well it's coming out of butts so I'm going to assume
0: I could not tell I mean <laughs> it was just there was hot flaming liquid coming out of a bodily orifice in the background My, of this just, scene
1: again I don't understand how either this or the bong world are supposed to be bad <laughs> They're also desperate to escape. Where I'm just like, this is way better than the real world. What's wrong with you people?
0: Sexy Hell is one of the most ridiculous things (laughs) I have ever seen in my life. It's
1: just again, it's another thing where I'm like, you're onto a good idea for a movie, (laughs) and then you just squander (laughs) it so much. Like Evil Hell is a fun or Sexy Hell is a fun stupid idea that they don't really do anything with.
0: <laughs> well it turns out that the Lord of Sexy Hell or the High Priest is the Don, that the short guy from Evil Bong 4 or whatever, and his name is Bezelbud. Silence, Man come on. Who are you? I am bezel Bud. High Priest of Sexy Hell. The Lord of
1: darkness ambassador of fucking
0: and shit like that. I thought it was Bezelbong because it's sexy hell or Belzebong, but I was like, no, that's a band. But yeah, he's the high priest of sexy hell and Lucy wants to side up with him. So how she-
1: did how did this dude go from Curious Case of Benjamin Button, two of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, Bad Boys 2? He was fucking Splinter in one of the CGI Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies to what? this. Yeah, he wasn't he was, even
0: bad in the last one.
1: He was he did the motion capture for Splinter on uh Out of the Shadows.
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay.
1: And then just somehow ended up in these movies and fucking unlucky charms. The which I'm I'm assuming he plays a leprechaun in. Unfortunately, <laughs> yep, he plays bloody bones. Jesus, well. fucking terrible time to be alive. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So Lucy offers up Sarah and Misty as sacrifices, but Basil Bud says they don't do sacrifices in Sexy Hell. They do fucked up orgies. They're gross.
1: <laughs> at least uh, he's being truthful, at least.
0: This guy reminds me of that. Have you ever seen that clip of Maynard James Keenan from Tool in that like weird show Bikini Bandits? And he plays Stan? No. Oh, it's so stupid. It's just like oh, bikini bandits, and it's like Maynard, but he's red with horns, and he's in like a little like pool somewhere. I don't really know what those movies are. I'm assuming they're like sexy bad action movies.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't even know what
0: that is. Uh, it involves Maynard James Keenan. It's, it, you know, probably not great. Then uh some sexy demons show up. You know, it kind of just turns into like a porn with like a lot more plot and a lot less sex at this point misty yanks the tail off of one so that like pops her out of existence and then they toss eb into the portal the the pussy portal and uh she goes through it and Bezelbong says he wants to do sacrifices now after the orgy
1: what an incredible phrase
0: (laughs) the pussy portal
1: yeah (laughs)
0: back at the shop rabbit and the ginger dead man are there and then eb shows up to say they have to work together to stop bezel bezel Bug, bud i wrote bung for this one from conquering earth rabbit gets so high he summons the pussy portal <laughs> and the ginger dead man and himself gets sucked into it rabbit goes into matt oh no i'm sorry the ginger dead man just gets sucked into it rabbit goes into mad scientist mode with eb to create a monster which is basically just him making a pastry recipe plus weed and this results in the creation of the ginger weed man rabbit says it's high a lot you know it's alive like <laughs> frankenstein after they frankenstein style bring the ginger weed, the ginger weed man into existence which is a pretty ugly puppet i love it <laughs> but somehow is definitely one of the better things of this these movies
1: the, the voice combination with the look of the puppet totally works for me because it's just like. Yeah, why is stupid. he British? I don't know, but I love it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Back in sexy hell, Bezelbud says to get the ceremony underway. The Hesher shows up, and then the Ginger Dead Man shows up before things can get too sexy. Sarah and Misty escape their bindings when the Ginger Weed Man shows up, too. He fires a bazooka joint shooter and just quotes the Terminator, but with weed puns and Robocop. (laughs) He gets the ginger dead man and Lucy high. Sarah and Misty knock out Lucy. And I like noted here that the green screen here is so bad. Like people are like phasing in and out of it. Like you can see where they sort of like fizzle off on the edges of them.
1: I can only imagine these movies cost six hundred dollars to make
0: (laughs) six dollars
1: yeah holy shit apparently they raised twenty thousand dollars for the oh yeah i read that this movie does not look like twenty thousand dollars
0: well, they may they they spread that out. Each one they used five thousand.
1: That's why. Oh, okay, that. <laughs> or, I, out there. or
0: I don't know. I'm making a joke, but like I'm, assu- I just was like I was just I, it off
1: of that. Well, it says a portion of the budget was raised via a twenty thousand dollar Indiegogo campaign. So I do wonder if they were like, hey, if we make this much money, we'll do you know four movies or whatever.
0: Mm, a four for one deal.
1: I wonder if maybe it was this funded like six and seven or something. Like maybe they split it and did like the two. Who knows? I'm gonna have to buy. I'm gonna have to buy all these just to see if there's a commentary track. (laughs) Get the real scoop.
0: (laughs) Sarah winds up stomping the ginger dead man to pieces. The girls want to leave. The ginger weed man offers a deal that if he wins in some kind of contest against Bezelbud, they will go home with him. And if he loses, they stay and he becomes a slave forever. The contest is a good old fashioned bake off, a.k.a. getting really high.
1: (laughs) How are you going to get
0: higher than a creature made of weed? (laughs) It's a great question. Bezelbud takes the first hit, and I like that even in Sexy Hell, you have to use a Bic lighter. They just alternatively take really big bong hits for the next few minutes.
1: What what you don't know is every time you like oh like you lose one of those Bic lighters, they just end up in sexy hell.
0: <laughs> oh, your like friend doesn't steal them.
1: Yeah, it's how like they say like you know a gremlin steals your so- you got fucking sock out of the dryer or whatever time you use it. It's just same way.
0: <laughs> a high pitched voice devil man creeps out of sexy hell and steals your Bic lighter. <laughs> yeah. The gingerweed man takes a hit so big he fills sexy hell with smoke and his eyes turn glowing red. And I need to point out, like, where has E.B. been most of this movie for being an Evil Bond movie? Literally just
1: sitting on, like, a shelf in the background of these scenes, like, the entire time.
0: Anyway, they finally escape sexy hell because Bezelbud fell asleep. They all warp back to the shop where E.B. says they have to close it together to make sure nothing comes back through it, which they do, and the pussy portal makes a fart noise when it goes away. EB says she is taking back the shop and everyone works for her. Sarah seems to be way into this and dances so hard that she turns back into her normal, not clown self. That's another thing I just said. Sure. It sounds but just, weird too. When your partner's name is Sarah, but it's, uh, it's also
1: immediately reversed. Cause she's a clown again in the next movie.
0: Oh my God. You're right.
1: Like, it's all, like, they just constantly, like, do this shit in these movies where, like, I'm like, okay, that's an interesting idea. And then it's just wiped fucking clean the
0: next time, like, next time you see anybody or by the time you get to the next movie. At this point, too, in real life, there was a huge fight outside my apartment. So there's this, like, weirdly serene (laughs) scene going on to end this movie, juxtaposed to just people screaming bloody fucking murder outside.
1: So something more interesting to watch than the actual movie.
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, in Sexy Hell, Lucy and Buzzlebud plot their next move, which involves, oh, I wrote next movie, which in, I guess they are plotting the next movie, which involves bringing the ginger dead man back to life. Whew, who's still with us? We got two more to go. <laughs> and uh, Again, like I just said, like,
1: like a, you know, Frankenstein ginger dead man coming back to be like murderous? Good idea. Do nothing with it.
0: Hey everybody, Dylan jumping in here real quick just to let you know that I am breaking the chat up into two parts, and you can catch the rest of this shit show in the next episode, which is also available today, right now. You can go listen to it. That is Evil Bong Must Die Part Two. And if you want to follow along, you can follow Diary of Doom on Instagram. You'll find all the movies from Green Hell updates there, and you can check out the website Uh, diaryofdoom.com, see pictures from shows that I go to, and shit of that nature, that's really, that's all there. Podcast and pictures. Anyway, we'll see you in the next episode. What the fuck is
1: going down here? And what the fuck knows? They're not sexy. Remember what we were talking Oh, goody.
0: (laughs) We're gonna fuck you (laughs) up.